Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey there, Fangirl Nation. You are listening to Fangirl Sports Network's Get My Job podcast on Believe. I am your host, Tracy Sandler, and I am super excited to be joined today by Stanford Medical Certified Nutritionist, host of Side Piece Podcast, and co-host of Namaste Bitches Podcast with Teresa Judice, Melissa Feaster. Melissa talks about her professional journey, how being an athlete has shaped her, prioritizing, and so much more. It is a great episode, so subscribe, rate, review, and enjoy. Melissa, thank you so much for joining me for Get My Job. Personally, uh, fit news, nutrition are such passions for me. And so I'm so excited just to talk to you about your journey and how you got to where you are. So welcome to the show. Thank you. I am so excited to be here with you. I am super pumped. Um, I'm so happy that I found you on social media and we connected and I could be here doing this awesomeness with you. Me too. So let's jump in because I love hearing about this. How did you get to where you are? Where did the passion for nutrition start? And how did you decide to make that into a career? Uh, so I grew up in Ohio. I'm in LA now, but okay. I'm an Ohio girl. So go Buckeyes. Oh, and- go blue. You know, I'm a huge Michigan fan of Michigan alum. Uh, so this is, I- a, it's amazing that we're able to do this, but you know what? We can prevail. I don't know, man. I might need to hang up now. (laughs) (laughs) I am so die. I mean, listen, I don't have tattoos of Ohio State on my body or anything, but you know, you're in Ohio. And if you're into sports, it's like you either have the Cleveland Browns or the Bengals. But no matter what NFL team you have, uh, whether you're a Browns fan in Ohio or Bengals, I feel like everybody across the board is always a Buckeye fan. Football is back, and Bet Online is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the up to the minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with Bet Online's real time updates on statistics, news, and odds. From week one all the way to the college football playoff and the Super Bowl, Bet Online gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, like, we were always into sports. I grew up playing sports. Uh, my parents got divorced when I was five. They both remarried when I was six. And it was all girls. And I was the youngest. So, basically, my dad and stepdad were like, Melissa, you're our boy. None of the girls are playing sports. Let's go. So, I played sports my whole life. And then towards, you know, middle school and, and high school, I started playing year-round. I didn't stop. It was volleyball and basketball, then J.O. and 
all those things. And I was going to play basketball in college. And I signed to play for a small D2 school. Okay. And right after I signed, I had my second knee surgery. And the doctor was like, Melissa, if you want to walk when you're 30, I would not play ball anymore. So my dream of being the female Michael Jordan Mm -hmm. was shattered. And, but I always played sports and I was always into like, just, you know, working out, being fit, fitness, you know, our, our basement was a total gym. Okay. My stepdad, my whole family is in an education. My stepdad at his school, when they were changing up the weights or getting a new weight room, he would take the old ones and he transformed our basement into like a whole full workout like facility. And then in the backyard of our, in our backyard, we put a half basketball court. So like very diehard, um, sports life. Like that was my, when all my friends were out going to the movies or doing whatever I was, you know, on the court or in the gym doing something. So that was one part, the whole fitness and working out and just like, that's such a passion for me. Mm -hmm. And then I started developing a lot of food allergies and, you know, back in the day, Tracy, like they didn't have a lot of gluten-free or right. like they had nothing. Right. So you had to learn to get creative with food and, and how to cook with things and like substitute whatnot. And I really got into that. And, uh, at one point family members were like, Hey, can you help me eat better, lose some weight, you know, get my life on track in, in that regards. Fast forward to COVID, everyone's in a rut. I've helped like a hundred people in my family to eat healthier and get better. And my husband's like, you're so good at this. You love this. This is your passion. You should start a business. And of course we never can listen to our husbands. (laughs) So I was like, yeah, whatever. And then finally when COVID and everyone was in such a rut and desperate for any kind of help through it, that's when I started my business stripped with Melissa and it's just, you know, me one-on-one, no one else works for me. So every person that signs up, it's just me. I go through, I go through everything. We get meal plans. Like I'm there for you every day. Some people I text a hundred times a day Okay, and I love it. I love helping people and helping people to get back on track and find their happiness again. But then I was like, at some point people are going to say, why you, Melissa, just because, you know, you're fit and you know, food. So right after I started my business in the middle of COVID, I found a nutritionist course and most of them were two to three years, but I found one online from Stanford. Okay. That was a Stanford um, medicine nutritionist program. And it was condensed into eight weeks. And I was like, I can do this. And it about, Tracy, it about killed me. Cause it was so intense. I mean, it's two or three years into eight weeks, but I finished it. You know, I would put the kids down, my husband down. And from 10 PM to about 3 AM, every single night I would study and work. Wow. And then I passed and I got my certification. That's really, that's amazing. And, and such fortitude because you have two kids under six and yeah. you had a, had a business that was already 
going and thriving and all of that and then went to school. It's really that's really amazing. Were there ever moments where you're like, I just don't know if I can do this. I'm exhausted. Oh, every night. (laughs) At that point, at that point, my kids were, I want to say three and two or four and three. So they were, you know, they were young and it was tough. And I had also started, I also was doing a podcast at that time called Side Piece. So between the podcast, my nutrition business, and then going back to school and studying, it was just, and taking care of two kids under three or four, it was, it was a lot. But again, as you know, like going back to sports, I, I credit sports for every single thing that has ever happened in my life because it taught me work ethic, like Mm -hmm. work hard, hard work, you know, just be a good person, do a good job, work hard, and you will be successful. And that's, you know, you just never give up. You just keep pushing through just like you would playing sports or on the court or on the field. So uh, yeah, I mean, it was by far not easy street. And I'm sure everybody in my life hated me during that eight weeks. Um, I mean, I was even, we went to on vacation in Hawaii. And even in Hawaii, after the kids would go to bed and my husband would fall asleep, I would be studying every day. Well, that's, that's a, the commitment. But that I think it's interesting when you bring up sports and having been an athlete, I think that is something that you do learn. And that is, that's one thing about team sports that I do think is great. Um, I'm not really someone who ever played them. I've always covered sports. So you know what? I take that back. I was a cheerleader. So there was a cheerleader. cheerleader. You know what? You know, it's hilarious. I was such a jock. I mean, I wore, remember the rip off pants that like had the buttons on the side and you rip them off. I lived in that. I lived in those pants and like one of my t-shirts that was like a basketball or volleyball t-shirt, slick backed hair, like Grease ball central. I mean, not one piece of hair sticking out in a ponytail, no makeup, Air Jordans. Like that's, I, I, I look back at my high school. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I can't believe that was me. Um, a total dude. It was hilarious. But I would get, when we would go to like competitions or something, say like a volleyball one. They always had t-shirts like for whatever tournament you're playing in. And then I remember so many of them would have cheerleading ones. And they were like, if you can't bump, set, spike, be a cheerleader. And I would wear that to school around all the cheerleaders. Of course, they hated me. Um, but we would always make fun of the cheerleader. So no offense to you. But no, the cheerleading's hard work. And there's a lot. It is hard. Lot it is hard. It. It's, a, it's a lot that goes into it. And I think the team sports really really teaches you a lot about working together and, you know, work, relying on each other. And right. it's not just all about you. And I think it does teach you that kind of fortitude, which, which is important. So I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about you have the two podcasts. So I'd love yes. to know how both of those came about and kind of how you balance it all. So the fir- my first podcast side piece, I was talking to a production company based out of New York and they were like, well, we do, we're going to start podcasts. We do TV shows, but we want to get in the podcast space because podcasts are just growing and so massively, um, you know, every, everybody just listens to podcasts now and they're so popular. So they're like, what do you know? And I said, I know food, 
I know sports and I, you know, embarrassingly, maybe or not, I know Bravo, Bravo TV. (laughs) So they're like, oh, Bravo. We actually do a lot of stuff with Bravo. We sell shows to them. We have some shows on their network. Let's do that. And I came up with the name Side Piece because everybody always goes after the main character, right? They always go after the actual housewife or the, the main people of the show. But people that are their quote sides, husbands, friends, glam, whatever it is, are underappreciated. But they're still integral part of the show and of the main character. So I said, it's side piece. Why can't we go up to the sides? So that's how it started. But then me being a lunatic, I said, okay, I want more. I want everybody. I want the whole like shebang. So then I just started going after everybody. And then I said, you know what? I want more. I want to get out of Bravo. Like, I don't want to just be Bravo. So instead of it being like a Bravo side piece, I wanted to keep the name and it kind of turned into, this is your side piece. This is an escape from life, the madness of the life. This is your place to go and just get away from crazy life for a minute. I like that. So then I started interviewing people outside of Bravo. Like I had Brian Austin Green. I had um, some Dancing with the Stars people. I had Emily Hampshire from Schitt's Creek, Denise Richards. So I started branching out of just Bravo, even though I still cover a lot of Bravo, quote, Bravo lebs. So then that's how I met Teresa, my new co-host for my other podcast. I had other Bravo people that were on side piece that I became friends with. I went to the ultimate girls trip premiere, which was in LA with another Bravo person, Cynthia Bailey. I was her date and Teresa was there and we met and I told my husband that, you know, I want to do something else. I'm going to do more. And he's like, then, you know, Teresa's the one because she's, you know, the biggest name on Bravo. She's the longest running housewife, except for Kyle Richards. And that's what you want to do. So then I went after Teresa and we started talking and became friends. And then that's how Namaste Bitches started. I love that. I also love the name because it's one of my favorite things to say to my friends. I put it in Insta stories all the time. I put it on Instagram. So I love that. I love the name. It's it's really fun. So I just I'd love to talk a little bit about you are, as I mentioned earlier, and you had mentioned You have two kids under six. You are juggling all these things. And we talk a lot about on this podcast, this idea of balance, which I think is a misnomer. I really kind of don't like the word because you can't have balance every day. I have no balance. And there is, there's no real balance. And I saw someone once speak and say, and I think this is worth mentioning as we go into this conversation. She said, you can't look at every day as balance. You're going to have parts of the year. It's going to be 90, 10, 60, 40, 50, 50, probably never 50, 50, 20, 80, whatever it is. So how do you navigate all of that? And how do you prioritize on a daily basis? Okay, today has to be about the kids. Tomorrow really has to be about the pod. Thursday has to be about my, my, my clients, whatever it may be. How do you navigate that and prioritize? Well, I mean, listen, it's hard. And it's funny that you said that about like balances, a 20 or whatever, because I recently read somewhere that a partnership is never 50, 50, like same thing with you. You're exhausted, you're tired, 
something at work happened, whatever, and you're like a 20%. And that's when your partner has to be 80%, right? And you guys have to balance, again, not balance, but like go off of each other. So if someone's on a lower day, you're the one that's taking more of the load. So I feel like the balance, that's all kind of ties together. Mm -hmm. My husband is the most incredibly amazing, supportive rock ever. So he is always like behind me. He's always thrilled for anything else I'm doing. And he just, he's always there. He's the best dad. He supports. So that's a huge way I can manage to do these things. But I'm also like insane. And I, I go crazy if I don't have so much on my plate. Like if I'm just sitting for a second, it's like, what else can I be doing? What other business can I start? What other, like, what's another topic that's cool for a podcast? So I kind of thrive off of madness, as insane as that sounds. Um, but again, like, Teresa, I think I just put it all back to sports. It's like sports, you're like, you keep going, right? Like, you keep training, you keep working out, you keep going hard to win and be a success. And I think that's just my mentality now. So it's not easy. But for me, the hardest thing has been when I'm with my kids, just to be present. Like Mm -hmm. when they're there and I'm sitting down and I'm on my phone, like that's not present. And it's like my husband and I have to remind each other literally on a daily basis, like put down the phone, focus on the kids because they're not going to be this age for that long. And, you know, we need to make them a priority. So that's, you know, it's an everyday learning and everyday struggle to kind of try to be the best at everything you can be. But again, I thrive on madness. So I don't mind it really most of the time. And you and your husband have time together where you feel like, okay, we're going to be present completely for each other and put away all the distractions. I mean, yeah. Could we be better at that? For sure. But again, like he, his job is insane. So we both kind of understand the insanity and we both understand like, okay, this is like our time right now. And it's not like we Mm -hmm. penciled it in the calendar, but we know it's important just to have like us time, even if it's 10 minutes just talking before we go to bed or something, just like to connect how the day went, what's going on and you know, all that. So switching gear, I seem to be saying switching gears a lot. That seems to be my phrase of this podcast. But, but switching gears lost, uh, uh, switching gears a little, I mean, not so easy to get the words out, switching gears a little. I did tequila shots before we started to, so we're good. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Switching gears a little. When it comes to kind of your nutrition philosophy, and of course, every client is different, Mm. everybody's body is different, but kind of what is your general nutrition philosophy when you're working with clients? It is. I mean, that's, that's the thing. It's like, there's not, I look at all these apps where you sign up and you kind of just plug in things and then they tell you something, but it, it's just not personalized. And that's why I wanted to start this because like, yeah, there are a million apps out there that kind of direct you, but they don't know if you're having a bad day and you just want to go and like shove your face in a gallon of ice cream. Right. Like they, you know, they don't, the apps don't, it's not, they'll, they'll just compute it in their system and there's your answer that they throw out. But, you know, they don't 
compute like, oh my gosh, I missed breakfast today because I had two kids and three kids and I had to go to school and then I get to work and then I do this. So now what do I do? And I'm starving. So the whole point of me doing this and not hiring, I've had it for, I don't know, three years, two, three years. I don't even remember two, three years, but I've never hired anyone to work with me because a, I'm a control freak and you know, people like, are you the same way? Like you're a control freak and no one can do better than you. Uh, no. And I, um, I've had to let go a lot with Fangirl cause I, I do have a number of people that work for me because I, there's no way I c- can do it all. Cause I run the company. I host two podcasts and I'm a beat reporter covering an NFL team. So there's just, it's a, that in itself is a lot for one person. So I have had to let go and I do have about eight people that work for me and, and I need them and they're invaluable to me because it would be difficult to do it all by myself, but I can understand how, especially in what you're doing with working in clients one-on-one with something that could be really sensitive for people right. and really hard for people and not wanting to hand that over to someone else. So I completely can understand that. It's hard. I mean, it took me a while. Van Girl Sports Network is my baby. So it took me a while to be able to do that, but I have, I have an incredible team under me that I trust implicitly. There's still a lot that I am involved in on the day to day, but I've had to let go because otherwise I just wouldn't be able to build the business to what it has been. Totally. Well, listen, I appreciate that. And I need to take tips from you because. (laughs) Well, we do different things. So I totally get it. Yeah. It's just, you know what? It's like when someone calls and they are clearly something's going on with them, that's negative, whether it's their mental state, whether it's their physical state, weight, eating, whatever it is. And I have sympathy and I have empathy for them. And I just want them to know that someone's in their corner, right? Because when you're kind of down, whatever it is, whatever you're doing, when you're just kind of not in a good headspace, it's A, hard to talk to people. And two, it's just hard to find somebody that can be there for you and Mm -hmm. take your past to like be their cheerleader and their support and their teammate. And to know that like, no matter what, good day, bad day, you know, whatever, that I personally am always there for them. And that's just super important to me. It's just like, I wouldn't let somebody else like step in as a role, like with my kids, you know, that's my job. And I, I take helping people and my clients very seriously because I don't ever, ever want anybody to be down, um, on themselves. And, you know, I I just feel like a big part of me is just meant to help people. And so that's why I just kind of take it and run by myself because I know that I can always be there and, and help them in any way. Well, and I've been to nutritionists in the past and I definitely, as unfortunately many women have struggled with food issues and many a thing. And we do not have to get into all that in this podcast, but as like I said, as many women have, and I certainly have, I've struggled tremendously with things like that. And it's been very difficult at different points in my life. And if, if I hired you, I'd want to talk to you that I wouldn't feel comfortable if you were like, well, I'm going to pass it off to someone else, you know? So I completely understand that feeling. Right. It's just, it's just knowing again, it's just knowing that, you have to assume that they're reaching out for help for a reason. So if someone's reaching out for help, whatever it is, I mean, not just food for anything, right? Mm -hmm. You have to assume they're probably not in the best space. So I don't, that makes me sad. And I 
don't ever want people to feel like that, that they're not good or they're not beautiful or handsome or whatever it is. So if I can just be one person in their corner and their teammate, then that makes me so happy. And then them losing the weight and feeling healthy and feeling great and having confidence back. That's just like the extra added amazing bonus. So what would be for you? I think this might be kind of a fun question. What yeah. would be for you a very delicious, very healthy, but very satisfying treat that you would suggest to your clients that maybe our listeners would enjoy knowing about? Ooh, you know what? Um, that I used to make and I completely forgot about it. I used to make it for my husband pre-mania kids. Um, and then I didn't, I stopped doing it. But I get this very healthy, has good fiber. But, you know, a lot of people are like, it's low fat, low this. Then they assume it's going to taste like cardboard. So that's another thing I do with my, that's another reason why I want to just be it me when people sign up. Because every idea, every food item that I tell them, like, this is amazing, you should try it. It's been tried and tested. You know, I'm not just like pulling things from, the internet or reading something from a book and be like, Oh, maybe you could try this. Like I have gone through everything, all the food, everything recipes. So I personally eat these things and I personally know what's great. And there's a few staples that I tell every single client about. And one of them is this bread. It's actually by Sarah Lee and it's low calorie, good fiber, And I make a healthy French toast from it. So instead of, you know, French toast, you use the eggs. I don't use the egg yolk. Egg yolk is cholesterol. It's the fat part. You know, the difference between egg yolk and just one egg is five grams of fat. So, you know, you do the math. If you're doing three eggs, three scrambled eggs, you know, you have 15 grams of fat right there. And I'm not anti-egg yolk, but I'm just saying... If someone's trying to lose weight slash lose fat off their body, they need to cut the fat. So a way to do that, I use egg whites. I put cinnamon in it a lot. Ooh, I yeah. love cinnamon. I love cinnamon. And cinnamon's so good for you. And a little bit of like low sugar vanilla almond milk. Okay. And I mix that together with the bread. Just not just some cooking spray, not butter or oil. And you have the best, healthiest French toast ever. Let me tell you, my husband, you know how men are. They're like, I'm not eating healthy or that sounds gross. Or I mean, it took me so long to get my husband on board with it. Um, And he was, I mean, I made it for him every single day, every day. Well, that sounds delicious. Let's try that. My husband was one. My husband actually, you know, in essentially a client. When I met him, he was living off of fat burger three times a week, (laughs) you know, and like not like a little dinky burger. You're talking about like double, double, triple this, that, fries, and that. We couldn't stop there though, Trace. We had to go to a milkshake and a large milkshake. Of course. So that was like his thing. And I'm like, dude, uh uh, this ain't cutting it for me. Um, I want you healthy and around for a long time. If I'm like getting into you and we're going to have some kids and all that stuff. So I started slowly turning him and now in his forties, he weighs what he did when he started college. Oh, wow. And he loves it. Like 
I'm not doing it. He's doing it for himself. He's not doing it for me. He's doing it for himself because he feels so good. And that's what I love too. Like I'll lead somebody to water, but I need them to start drinking it and learn how to use that and those tools to keep flying. So, and don't get me wrong when like the Dodgers are playing or it's a good, great football game or, you know, some sports amazing games are on or playoffs or whatever. Don't get me wrong. He'll still go for a full Papa John's pizza, but it's just about getting back on track. That's it. So, um, that, that was a very long answer, but I would say very, very healthy French toast. That sounds, sure. that sounds delicious. Okay. We're coming to now one of my favorite parts of the podcast, yeah. which is day in the life, which I think is going to be really interesting for you because you have so many different things going on and I'm sure every day is very different. But if you want to take us through a day in the life of Melissa Feaster that you think would be the most fun to share. I mean, wake up if I ever do sleep. I just can't sleep. I'm just not a good sleeper. I think my mind just won't stop. So I'm going all the time. But wake up. I mean, we're up by 536. Get okay. the kids ready for school. And they're out by 8. And then it's meetings. It's Zooms. It's interviews like this. It's recording an episode or two. Like today, I had two episodes. One for my side piece and one for Namaste Bitches. It's those are, it's just nonstop meetings, calls, interviews, things like that. And then kids come home. That's when I, you know, shut it down for a second. Let's play. Then I get dinner going. I feed everybody dinner. I clean up and then find time at the end. We always find time at the end to come together. And our new thing as of, since we moved into this new house, we just bought a new house and moved into it just a, a few weeks ago. Um, thank you. A new thing is that we do family game night. Oh, that's awesome. What's your favorite game that you guys play? Oh, now it is goal. It's go fish. Okay. So they're obsessed with that downstairs in our basement. We have a huge movie projector. So we've also started implementing family movie night. Mm. Um, but every night for the past few weeks, it's, I hurry up and clean up dinner and then we go sit in the little game area and the four of us and the kids name it. They're like, mommy, are you ready for family game night? Oh, that's so cute. It's amazing. They are obsessed. The other night I had a phone call in the middle of it. And my four-year-old was having an insane tantrum, like losing her mind because I had to go outside. She was screaming so loud because I had a phone call. Again, like things come up. We Teresa and I have our first live podcast event, um, our first live podcast show next week on the 5th in New Jersey. So, um, and I heard that her show, Real House in New Jersey, is going to be filming it. So it'll be on the TV show when it airs. Oh, amazing. So, yeah. So like that's been cooking and we have a couple other things going on in the Bravo world. So, you know, something is just always coming up and she lost her mind because I was not inside for family game night and that she had to play with just quote the stinky boys. <laughs> so, every time we start it's girls versus boys and my daughter stands up because she is spicy and she will crush you. She's dumb. Um, and she stands up and she says, girls rule boys drool. And then that like kicks off our family game night. I love it. 
That's and then really we put the kids to bed and, and then I sit down and it's back to work and all the things that like, if I was interviewing all day and I didn't get to text or emails, it's, you know, school stuff, podcast stuff, life stuff. So, and then I usually go to bed too late, way too late. <laughs> I don't even want to say it's late. Well, that sounds like a very, very full day. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, it's great, but it's great. Like, I, again, I love it. I thrive on it. And you know, it's important to make the time for things in the moment and then switch gears to take your word and focus something else, like your full attention on something else, whether it's the kids, an interview, whatever it is. Well, we're going to do five fun facts, which is, and my listeners know this, I say it every week, but I want, I always like our guests to know the origin of five fun facts. It is something that I started and I do with the Fortinators players and we do it on video and it's a great opportunity for them to share things about themselves. Also, it's a good plug. It's a lot of fun guys to so check it out. But on this podcast, we ask everybody the same five questions every week, which has been great because we get so many different answers. So if you are ready, five fun facts with Melissa Feaster. I am ready, baby. All right. Number one, I think you'll like this one a lot. What is your favorite moment in sports? Oh, shoot. Oh, I, man, that's a tough one because I have a couple. Of course, the Buckeyes winning the national championship. And I would say Jordan. Jordan, when he, when they were defeated the Cavs, he had that last shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and anything Kobe. Okay. That's really fair. What is my your husband, life? My husband represented Kobe for like seven years until he passed. Okay. So we're big, we're big Kobe fans. I, I love that. I am a big Kobe fan as well. What is your life motto? Oh, be a great person and never give up. I like that. What is your go-to workout? I love, well, my knees are busted, so I can't run. Uh, but I love the elliptical. I do elliptical often. Um, I get okay. tons of exercise with the maniacs when we're like on scooter rides or bike rides and like going out and around town. But I would say elliptical and just arm. I like to do arms and I love like sit-ups and getting my core strong and, and tight. Your go-to coffee order? You know what? I never used to drink coffee until I got pregnant, which doesn't probably sound good. Um, <laughs> but now I, I think I like it just because I love almond milk and I dump a ton of almond milk in it. Okay. Um, but I would say a large iced coffee with, I mean, mostly at this point, it's like half almond milk, half coffee. Okay. And last but not least, a book every woman should read. Oh, man. Oh, I have my computer on it. (laughs) The Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant, the Mamba mentality. Yes. So I, um, you know, I strive for greatness. And I live by a lot of Kobe's work ethic and mottos and things that he used to say and how he performed and what he did. So when I started Side Piece three years ago now, my husband, when Kobe got his first book out, um, 
my husband had, you know, a bunch of copies that Kobe gave him. And I remember like, if Kobe's with me, it's going to be great. So every single interview I've ever done over the last three years, my computer sits on top of Kobe Bryant's The Mamba Mentality book. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. So Kobe's always with me and always helping me, you know, get to the greatness and, and do an amazing job. That is fantastic. Melissa, thank you so much for joining me today. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. I, I'm, I mean, listen, you, you saw by my texts and my DMs how I don't think I've used more exclamation points in my life than with <laughs> you. Um, I'm sure you're like, okay, creeper, no, maybe this I love isn't it. gonna work. <laughs> I love it. It made me it made me happy. And speaking of DMs, can you let everyone know where to find you on social and where they can find the podcast? Yes. Uh, you can find me at Melissa Feaster. That's Melissa P-F-E-I-S-T-E-R. Uh, you can find my podcast at Side Piece Show. Uh, my Namaste Bitches with Teresa Judice is at Namaste Bitches Pod. Uh, and my business website is Stripped with Melissa. You guys, we are brought to you by Bet Online. You can find me on Twitter at TracyFGSN and find us at Fangirl Sports. Find us on Instagram at Fangirl Sports Network. Please, if you liked what you heard, and I know that you did, please make sure to give us a five-star rating and a positive review. And with that, I will talk to everybody next time. Bye, all. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.